Hey guys, welcome to the podcast where I share my journey writing my first novel. I am a small business owner and entrepreneur living on the coast of Maine with my cat and my husband. I had a great chat with my mother-in-law today. Um, oh no, I just walked outside and all of my little plants that I'm growing. My um, little cabbage plants have been doing really well, but I think, I guess it's slugs that are eating them and putting little holes in the, in the leaves, which is sad. <laughs> the cabbages were doing pretty well until just recently, I guess. We'll see. We'll see if they turn into fully formed cabbages or not. I'm trying to keep the dirt out of the middles so there's no dirt. Anyways, um, special shout out to my mother-in-law, Lisa. I told her I was going to write. We just got off the phone. I told her I was going to write, but I I really wanted to record an episode this weekend because I know that I'm not going to, well, I'm probably not going to have time this coming week. Um, so here I am. We just got done talking about something that's been on my mind and part of the reason why I've been stuck in my writing um, of late. And I've been getting really wrapped up in social media and Facebook. Facebook is so toxic. And I think I have an addiction. I really, I've logged out several times to force myself to stay off of it. And I just keep coming back for more. And I need to stop. I need to stop. I need to stop Instagram too, at least just for a little while, because it's just too toxic right now for me, for my mental health. I'm getting too wrapped up. And while some of my conversations might be somewhat helpful or somewhat like maybe they're they're helping people see the bigger picture and helping people think critically and look at facts and check out, you know, NPR and podcasts like that, but yeah, it's um I do need a break. My mental health hinges on it. And it's been a really rough 5 days and I wasn't expecting that. I have not done much the past 5 days. I have not written other than I did write for two days straight in my own personal journal. Um, But that was about it. And I did some reading, some, a little bit of self-care, and just really trying to navigate what's going on in the world and the pure ignorance that is going on around us. So, that's been my journey the past week, really, and my mother-in-law has been so great. I have been planning a, well, trying to plan a surprise for my husband because he's kind of bored here too, and I really wanted to ship his sister over to us. She's in Washington State, um, but it's just too dangerous with COVID. We don't want her parents getting sick or her getting sick I would we would just not that would not be good 
So instead we are going on a rope course, which has its own, you know, COVID um, issues, but it'll be fun and it'll, it'll be outside. And from the research, it seems that really being outside, especially if you have a mask on, I don't know if we will, but it's very low risk. So you can't just not do anything forever. And this situation is not going anywhere. So we might as well take little risks and little pleasures for ourselves as long as it doesn't, you know, impact the health of others. So that's the plan. That's the update. And let's get right into it. So the, um, the rabbit hole, I guess, that I fell down was this test. And I, I don't know how to pronounce the name of it. I apologize. There are two tests actually. And one was written back in 2016, um, by these two sisters. And it's a test to essentially challenge or just guide Hollywood specifically. And, you know, movies into the right direction for representation of people of color in different narratives, in storytelling, in the media. And somebody brought it to my attention, which I wasn't aware of, as I, after I actually, after I was ranting about Avatar and the whitewashing, and this is what came up. And I thought that it was very helpful but I also had to sit on it a little bit because I have characters of color. I have two um, black people in my narrative and one of them is non-binary and I imagine the main character, Kremzy, to be of European descent even though he is mutant and everyone's skin is blue but varying shades of blue. Um, from lighter to darker. And this this test came up and I took a look at it and I wanted to be sure in my own heart and just in my own heart that my characters were their own strong, independent, standalone characters that did not fall into the typical, um, just the typical stereotypes of um, people of color and black people in movies and in the media. Um, Primarily, I was concerned about just having two of these characters um, just be the supporting roles of the main character who I imagine as, you know, um, European descent. Although I'm going back on it and I don't know that I actually describe him thoroughly enough to say that. So technically he could be mixed race actually, which I really like the idea of that. Um, obviously there would be more that I would need to go into, probably from the perspectives issue, but I think that's very much a potential. So, as you all know, representation is very important to me. So I've been thinking about this a lot and 
trying to make sure that I am doing these characters justice and doing this book justice. What I came up with after having a few conversations with different people, including my mother-in-law just yesterday, um, I decided that the biggest thing I can do right now is to complete these character arcs as their own standalone arcs um, instead of solely having them as just supporting characters for the main character. And I, what I decided was that this, this line of thinking will also just strengthen the book to an incredible degree as well. Um, I was kind of imagining, uh, I guess the, the show that came to mind was Lost, just how they, um, they switch perspectives in a way that everyone is the hero of their own story. And I thought that that was an interesting idea, even if I, even if I didn't necessarily do add more perspectives into the book, but just fleshed out those characters more. But I think what I'm going to do actually is to make Z a main character of sorts and add that that third perspective actually, technically fourth if you count the first person scenes, which I have not even addressed or hashed out recently at all. They're kind of just there in the back of my mind. But I am excited now about writing Z's perspective and kind of just modeling them after, you know, experiences that I see and some research that I've done and just kind of go from there. And there's an interesting um, complexity with them and the other character of color, this um, black woman who is a also a mutant, so she's technically blue, but she is a supporting character and she is the she's the mentor figure. Um, but what I realized is I don't actually have to add the mentor figure's own perspective into the book the way that I have it currently. I just need to add her in earlier in the way that I have already had her enter into Crimsy's life. And I can actually have her enter into Z's life as well, since I'm considering the idea of incorporating Z's perspective, um, so scenes completely devoted to them. Now, here's where it gets really exciting. So, the backstory of the mentor figure has been in the back of my mind, and this, like, granted, this person did not exist, you know, more than a month ago. I just added them in recently, like, not too recent, but they are a new character, but their backstory is so strong that I think that they are the controlling character of the entire narrative. She is the hero of her own story. She's the hero. I mean, I think they're all going to be really heroes by the end of the book, but I think it's important to have a person of color controlling the narrative. And some of the stereotypes that I was worried about was in the in the test that I was reading about in the article that I found was the mammy archetype where they're kind of just supporting the 
main character and they are kind of just doting and granted the this character the mentor figure does not dote on Crimsy. in fact she's actually kind of rude and she doesn't really stand for his bs but at the same time i just didn't want it to fall into any sort of similar archetype like that or any of the others because i want all of my characters to stand on their own anyways like that makes an amazing book like you're gonna want to have interesting characters and maybe it's a lot to pull off but if you think you can do it I think it's worth worth the risk of extra time pain and tears going into your novel to pull out like a really strong narrative for multiple different characters that are very um I I wouldn't even say diverse, but just very, um, they're just very individual people and they are controlling their own narratives and they have desires and it's just exciting because adding these two characters in that way just gives me a new renewed excitement about my book. And because I was only at, I am only at 47,000 words, and yet I'm entering sort of the ending payoff of my book, so to speak, and I was trying to think of ways to prolong that, which I'm still, I'm still having a little bit of an issue that I need to solve, but I think that can be hashed out very soon when I start hashing out these other two characters in the book, so... Yeah, I'm excited about this, and I'm excited about the fact that the mentor figure is secretly, well, maybe I shouldn't even tell you all this, but the mentor figure is really controlling the narrative, and that's pretty powerful. I think that's cool, and I think that I'm not even, it's not even like me trying to be politically correct in my novel writing or you know, overanalyzing having the perspective of somebody who is black. And especially just because this is so far in the future that the experiences of people today or even in the history of our our nation or wherever you're from, it's not going to be reflective at all of the experiences that these now mutants, um, which has nothing to do with their, their um, human heritage, but they will not have the same experience. So I'm not terribly worried about that specifically, but I do just want to have well-rounded characters and I want to have, you know, a variety of skin tones, even though they're blue. Um, that was another thought actually too, was I think there may be some problematic issues with having skin colors that are not accurate having skin colors like blue for example and I'm like don't quote me on this because I didn't really do my research on that issue and I don't know if it is an issue um but again the the blue skin tones vary from light to dark. Um, very representative because they are still intermixed with 
the human genome, but that's another thing entirely I would have to do my research on in order to speak on it at all. But, and again, I'm not, I'm not doing this to seek out political correctness. I am doing this for the sake of the unheard and feeling represented in favorite genres. So if your genre is dystopian science fiction and you are non-binary or you are a person of color or, you know, whatever your background is, I want people to feel seen and heard. And I think that's important. And as somebody who is white, there's only so much that I can do from my own personal perspective. At some point, we have to pass the mic to those underrepresented people. But I think it's important as allies to continue to incorporate these different representations and perspectives in our inner writing and just imagine it this way too imagine your book as a movie and imagine the issues that Hollywood has today the whitewashing issues of not having main characters be people of color in their own narrative, uh, driving their own narrative. And think about that issue and how you would want to help tackle that issue. And if you write it in a way that is inclusive and say your, your book gets very huge and, you know, you get this, this movie deal and say your main character is white and your supporting character might teeter on the edge of one of these problematic stereotypes, it's going to be a problem in Hollywood as well. So think of it that way in terms of representation and just challenge yourself and make sure that you are doing underrepresented groups justice. And that's all I had to say for today. Please um, go subscribe to my mailing list for updates on when my book is finally going to be published, which will be sometime in the future. And thanks for listening. Let's get back to writing.